Welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. This is part two of a series that we started last Thursday. Last Thursday's episode was titled Bittersweet Moment Number 158, How to Avoid Being Robbed in Italy. And this week we pick up that again with How to Avoid Being Scammed in Italy. Tiffany Parks is your guide telling you the hazards to watch out for when you're walking the streets of Rome or Italy who might be looking to scam you. Here's Tiffany. One of them is by people selling things on the street. So you want to be very aware. Now, obviously, this might sound obvious to a lot of you, but to people who haven't traveled in Italy, uh, it might not be so obvious. If you see people selling designer handbags on the street, those are knockoffs. Like, again, this might be, I might sound like Captain Obvious here, but some people might not know. They are knockoffs and they're made very cheaply. They're going to try to sell them to you for as much money as they can possibly get. Usually they start around 45 or 50 euros. You can talk them down to maybe 20, but I really don't know that it's worth it, not just because the bag is fake and is made of cheap materials, but it is, you know intellectual property of a designer that they're ripping off. Not exactly ideal. And it's totally illegal to do that. And you'll see these guys who do it running from the police, grabbing their bags and just taking off down the street while the police chase them. And it's actually kind of a game. The police don't really care, but they have to make a sort of spectacle of chasing these guys. The same is true for sunglasses, which will pop up in the summertime If you buy the cheap sunglasses on the street, just be aware of two things. Number one, they're not original. And number two, they might not have the standard protection that a a pair of sunglasses sold in a shop would have. So you might not be getting actual protection for your eyes. Lots of people sell random stuff on the street beyond, beyond that. Stuff that you might feel like you need, like an umbrella. Hey, if you're stuck in a downpour, you can get one of those cheap umbrellas for three euros. Just be aware it won't last more than 24 hours. <laughs> so if you need it, grab it. But you're not, it's not a, um, you know, a long-term purchase. But sometimes people will come up to you with bracelets, like little cloth bracelets. And they will try to tie them onto your wrist before you have a chance to say no. They'll often do this to young girls who are with their parents, like, 12, 13, 14-year-old girls who don't have the wherewithal to stop them and say, hey, I don't want this on me. And by the time they realize the bracelet's on their hand and they're trying to force you to pay for it, you do not have to pay for this. What they're doing is totally illegal. So if you can get it off, get it off. But if you can't, they can't exactly force you to pay for it. If you find a policeman, you are in the right. So firstly, just don't let anyone put a bracelet on your wrist And don't let anyone give you anything. Like a lot of times people think, oh, this guy is just giving me something maybe because he wants me to buy the second thing. No, Uh, there is no giving in this this city. It's uh, It's all something that they want to get money for. So if somebody hands you something, don't assume it's a gift. It isn't. My rule is I, I just wouldn't, I won't let anyone put anything into my hands. The most common thing that they do is they, they put flowers in your hands. You, you'll be walking down the, down the street sometimes and a man will just stick flowers at you. Like they'll, he'll just push flowers into your chest, especially if you're a woman and you have to just push him away because if you grab them, then, you know, they want the money. Another thing that you might get quote unquote forced into purchasing is a photograph. The most common place for this to happen is down by the Colosseum. There are people who dress up as, they call them gladiators, but they're actually dressed up as Roman soldiers and centurions. And 
You might be convinced that they work for the Coliseum, sort of like a Disney-type situation where Disney pays people to dress up as their characters. The Coliseum is not paying these guys to dress up as centurions for your amusement. These are individual people who go down there trying to get money for photographs, and they will get as much money as they possibly can. So if a guy comes up to you and wants to take a picture with you, He's not doing this to be charming or to make your day. He's doing this because he wants money. So go ahead and do it if you want to pay for that photo. But if you're not willing to pay and if you, you don't, you know, if he doesn't tell you in advance how much it costs, he could ask for a lot of money. So just be aware that those are people trying to make money. The same is true for the guys who do random tricks and things on the street. Like you'll usually see this in Piazza Navona more than anywhere else, but they're all over the city. Some guys do this thing where it looks like they're floating. Some people make themselves look like a statue. There's all sorts of different people who do this. And if you stop and take a picture of them, they will expect you to give them money. So oh, it's okay to look for free, but don't get out your camera unless you're planning to give them some money. I should point out also that there are chestnut sellers around Piazza Navona. And some of my clients recently bought some chestnuts. Actually, they were forced to buy the chestnuts because they took a picture of the guy selling them. <laughs> so they ended up buying the chestnuts to placate the guy. And the ones on the top were delicious. There were two or three on the top of the cone that were really yummy. And all the other ones underneath were moldy. So just be aware, if you don't like moldy chestnuts, don't buy them on the street. And that's probably because, you know, you're not supposed to be eating chestnuts in the summer, I feel. And lastly... <laughs> we come to people who are ripping you off in a pseudo-legal way. People who are trying to rip you off who aren't random street people, but who are actually companies who should really know better. And this can happen in a variety of different ways. From selling water, okay, so a lot of places will sell water for a ridiculous price, like two euros, 250, sometimes even more than that. If you're going into a little coffee bar or a shop to buy a bottle of water, like a small one, it should not cost more than 150. And 150 is like if you're at the Spanish Steps, they might charge 150. If you're in a regular part of the city of Rome, not quite so luxurious, it should cost between 80 cents and a euro. So yeah, I would just I would even go to the point of like going somewhere else if they're trying to charge you that much. And there are little trolleys, like little beverage trolleys that are parked outside of the Vatican Museums and the Colosseum, and those places charge the most. So I would really avoid those places if you can. Also, if you go to a coffee bar, keep in mind, if you sit down, there's going to be a different price from if you order your coffee and consume it standing up at the bar. This is not a scam. This is just the way that it's done in Italy. But I like to point it out because a lot of people will sit down. They'll see maybe the price up by the bar and they'll go sit down and they'll expect that to be the price and the bill arrives and it's it's quite a bit more. So if you're in a very, very pricey part of town like the Spanish Steps or Via Veneto, Honestly, unless you really don't mind spending a ton of money, I would avoid sitting down um, if you're getting a coffee because it could be as much as 10 times the price as going into the bar. And regardless, wherever you go, if you're ordering something, make sure you know the price in advance. I mean, obviously, if you're having dinner, you're going to have a menu. But a lot of times, if you go to a bar, you just ask for a coffee and you don't know how much it costs until the bill arrives. So ask for a menu before you order. Because there have been some stories, and I don't think this happens as much as it used to, but there have been some stories of people sitting down at a coffee bar ordering an ice cream and the bill is 30 or 40 euros, which is just ridiculous. 
Also, make sure to read over your receipt, your bill at a restaurant before you pay. I find that restaurants are typically honest. They're not going to be, you know, charging you twice for this, you know, for one dish of pasta and they charge you for two. It can happen though. I mean, it, they're human error, but what, what you should be looking for is servizio or coperto on your bill. That means service fee or cover charge. Technically, they're not supposed to ask for a service fee or a cover charge, but a lot of restaurants, even reputable restaurants, do charge, uh, especially if they're in touristy areas. That is your cue to not leave a tip because that is the service fee. So basically, if you see that on your bill, you do not need to tip. Or if you really need, feel like you have to, you can leave one or two euros. But don't leave any more than that because your service is included. And if you see pane on your bill, bread, make sure that you actually had bread because a lot of restaurants will put it automatically onto your bill as a sort of service fee. But if they're calling it pane, technically they have to have brought you bread. And sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. And if you really don't want bread, if they start to bring it and they put it on the table, keep in mind you will be charged for it and just say, if you don't want it, just say no grazie and then check your bill and make sure they didn't charge you for the bread. Water is also you're charged for water here. Just uh, just keep that in mind. They will not bring you tap water. If you request it, I'm pretty sure legally they have to bring you tap water. But I mean, it's not a kind of thing that is done here. So keep in mind, you will see a couple of euro charge for your water, but it shouldn't be more than a couple of euros unless you're getting sort of fancy water like San Pellegrino. And lastly, we come to ticket websites. Ticket resellers. This has become a, in my opinion, major problem in the past couple of years, especially since COVID, uh, as strange as that might sound. What's going on, at least in Rome, is that a lot of the major sites from the Colosseum to the Vatican and other sites in the city, as well as sites in other cities such as Florence and Milan, if you go online on Google and you search Vatican tickets, The first few results are not going to be the official Vatican Museum's ticket office. They're going to be ticket resellers. And what these companies do is they buy up huge blocks of tickets. Now, in some cases, if you're aware of this, you just have to make sure you search online until you get the official ticket office, whether it's, you know, the Uffizi Gallery or the Vatican Museum's. It sometimes is obvious, but sometimes it isn't. For example, the official uh, ticket office of the Colosseum is a company called Co-op Culture. So that sounds like it's a third-party seller, but actually it's, it's the official one. And the same thing for the Borghese Gallery. Their official ticket seller is TOSC. So I'm going to put a couple of links in our show notes to the official ticket websites of some of these sites. But the real problem comes when these ticket companies buy up so many tickets that there are no tickets left. And this has been happening lately at the Vatican Museums. So I would just say, as soon as you know you're coming to Rome, make sure you book your tickets. And when you go to Google and you look for the place that you're trying to visit, it wouldn't hurt to put in official site in the Google search, like Uffizi Gallery official ticket office, something like that. You're still probably going to get a few 
unauthorized sellers popping up there, but um, they'll probably be the little ads that are at the beginning. Look down and so what you really want to see is the actual name of the place in the URL, like ufizi.it. That would be the correct one. But I will put a few links in the show notes so that you'll have at least a couple of them on hand. I hope this has helped you prevent any unpleasant situations when you're traveling in Rome or in Italy generally or anywhere you might be traveling in the world. And stay safe and have wonderful travels. Join us again. Bye. The Bittersweet Life is created and produced by me, Katie Sewell. My co-host is Tiffany Parks. If you're traveling to Rome this summer, set up a tour with Tiffany by writing to bittersweetlifepodcast at gmail.com. Our intern this summer is Allison Kramer. We will be hitting the streets of Rome on the podcast all summer long, so if you know anyone who loves Italy, tell them about the show and recommend that they subscribe. Our logo is designed by Jody Rick at The Lost Laboratory, featuring the art of our muse, Caravaggio. If you support the show, either through Patreon or PayPal, you will receive a handwritten thank you note in the mail and our logo on a magnet. It's just what your fridge or car bumper is missing. Listener support is vital to the continuation of this show. If listening has become a valued part of your week and you have the means... Help us pay the bills by throwing a 5 or a 10 or a 20 in the hat, just as you would if you saw a street performer in Rome that you really love. You can find links to donate in the show notes or at thebittersweetlife.net. And my thanks to Drew Atkins for helping design the new website.